All right, guys, welcome to another interview of Saturday Standouts. I'm Ben uh, Ben Hoy filling in for Caleb today. Of course, we have Ethan Carboni back, of course, one of the co-hosts of Saturday Standouts. And we have Garrett from Iowa joining us today. We're so glad to have him. Uh, just before we get started, uh, let's go through the ads. we got to pay the bills, as Anthony Conover says. Head over to mybookie.ag, the gambling partner of Unwrapped Sports. Again, that's visit mybookie.ag today and use promo code USN100 for a 100% sign-up bonus. Uh, again, it is um, uh, mybookie.ag. And, of course, check out RX Hemp. If you're in pain, uh, back pain, shoulder pain, whatever, this is a great rub to use to get rid of that pain. Use RxHemp-USN to get 10% off your entire order. Again, that's 10% off your entire order to make pain go away. So that is an offer that you cannot refuse. Check out both MyBookie.ag and RxHemp. All right, so we have a great interview uh, lined up in a few minutes with an Illinois commit. But before that, I want to get our plugs out of the way. I'll start with you, Garrett from Iowa. Uh, shoot us your plugs. All right, you can follow me at Garrett from Iowa on Twitter and TikTok. And also, please check out the Degenerates Corner running every Wednesday night at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. Great show. Uh, we just talk random sports news and uh, do some gambling picks because gambling is fun and we encourage degenerate behavior. All right, we have our co-host, as usual, Ethan Carboni. Uh, I know one shots, um, show you'll be shouting out, but go ahead with the rest of your stuff. Check out Creating Madness. Check out NFL Deep Dive. We have a lot of fun doing those. Ben has a lot of fun doing Creating Madness with me. Ben, you want to get some shots before we start the interview? Well, um, the thing is that I also host Creating Madness, as Ethan says. My name is Ben Hoyt. My Twitter bio is right on the screen, at Ben Hoyt 6. You can follow all my broadcasting career stuff as well as my shows. My shows are, again, Creating Madness, the best college basketball podcast out there. No cap, as Ethan Carboni can agree. And also the Curse of Philly Penn, the best Philly sports show out there with uh, fellow Unwrapped Net Sports Network member Jack Morgan. Uh, we will be posting more daily now because obviously there's a lot of Philly sports news that we need to dive into. So check out the Curse of Billy Penn. By the way, before we get into our interview, what 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 got uh, what are you looking forward to in this interview? Like what what questions you um come to your mind when we take a look at our interviewee without spoiling too much of course well he's excited to build at illinois seeing as he is our best recruit in the class of 2022 and honestly just hang into that i'll add him to the stream welcome sean miller how you guys doing what's sean, up sean welcome to the show uh let's start right away with some questions you know so i took a look at your huddle and from my observations of your game you are very smooth with routes. I mean, very crisp, uh, creates great separation between you and your defender, and that's a great quality to see in college. But let's stray away from that. What's a quality that you, you've you observed that uh, most people may have not? Um, a playmaker overall and, uh, you know, a guy that's you know, in the clutch, uh, make clutch plays. You know, my biggest games are in our toughest games, so. Just a playmaker overall. Yeah. Ethan? Yeah, first off, how are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Great. We love having you on the show. Starting off, you've told many sources that you wanted to rebuild the program. That's why you chose Illinois. So what made you choose Illinois over other programs, such as your home state of Arizona, seeing as they're also a rebuilding program? Um, so I have many great schools, great choices, uh, and it was a tough decision, um, but you know, me coming into Illinois, I just felt like, like you said, I could rebuild the program, turn it around, you know. And it's just not not just me. There's some guys in my recruiting class too that I have a great relationship with. You know, Donovan Leary, great quarterback, and I feel like me and him can can really turn things around. And then Coach McDonald, they have a great coaching staff now. Illinois they just hired a new uh, coaching staff, so. I just feel like me and Coach McDonald could gel well and, and really help things, um, not just with the program, you know, with the city of Champaign, too. So I know that the fans have been, been dying uh, to see some type of change. So, uh, you know, 
I just feel like I can come in there and, and be a leader and be a face. Yeah, awesome. I, you're definitely – are you looking to make a first-year impact? Because looking at uh, – I'm a big Iowa guy, Big Ten guy in general, so I see a lot of Illinois. And the receiving game has definitely been a deficiency recently. Or do you see yourself making a first-year impact at that? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, get on the field, first year is, is the goal. And I believe I, I will achieve that. You know, I'm graduating early, so I'll, I'll be a, a spring only. Hopefully, get on the field with uh, spring ball. And then, you know, three and out, that's the bigger goal. Three years in and three years out. So the only way to accomplish that is to be on the field as early as I can. And at Illinois, that's another reason why I feel like I could come in there and, and be on the field. And so. Yeah, looking online right now, uh, there's a ton of articles with your name announcing your destination which a lot of recruits nowadays uh, may not be as fortunate to receive that attention. My, it's a two-part question here. My first is, like, what is it ha like having that media attention? And two, how have you been handling the media attention? Um, it's a blessing, um, you know, to get your name out there. Uh, you know, with the NIL coming out, it's, it really helps with everything. Uh, your brand, building your brand, um, that's one thing I've been trying to take advantage of. Uh, another thing, it's, it's overwhelming. Uh, too, because you know, you know all these different types of reporters, and um, overall, like I said, it's, it's just a blessing. Um, I've been trying to handle it pretty well. That's why I've been knocking everybody out, trying to get everybody out, out the way before I uh, head into season. So I could just focus. For sure, uh, kind of piggyback off of that. How do you plan to build your brand with the new NIL rules? Uh, I, you know, I plan to take advantage of everything. So right now, I have my logo. Um, it's just my initials. Uh, I'm in the process of getting that uh, copyrighted. And then the next step is uh, coming out with some merchandise, some uh, clothing, uh, gear and stuff for you know, any type of fans or anything. How much did NIL and like what school would help you with that most playing to your recruiting? Because, I mean, that's been a pretty hot topic on several podcasts I've been on, just how it's going to affect recruiting. As you had uh, Nick Saban the other day saying that his quarterback has cleared almost a million dollars already and he hasn't stepped foot on the field. So I, how much does that NIL potential play into where you decide to go as part of the recruiting process? Um, it, it only, it's only as big as, as you make it. If you're a person that – focused on building your brand, then you're going to make that a priority into your uh, choice. Uh, I feel like it was because when I took my visits, it was still up in the air. No one really knew what, what the rules was and, and how to approach it. And I feel like Illinois you know, had a guy on staff I think they hired, um, and, he, and he knew what he was talking about, and he, and he was for the players. Um, but there was other schools in my, in my uh, top five that also had great. Like I said, it was a tough decision, but I just feel like Illinois was a better – uh, fit. Um, so that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So looking at your profile, you're coming from the IMG Academy. Of course, it looks like a sports paradise, but definitely more exclusive to some of the best, best athletes in the world. And uh, again, a lot of people uh, don't have the opportunity of going there and playing there and uh, of course representing them. What, what was your favorite aspect of IMG Academy? Was it like the facilities, your teammates, uh, your coaches? Like what, what was the thing that really stood out to you about IMG Academy while you played there? Uh, first, it was the people. Uh, you know, our last year head coach, unfortunately, left Coach Acosta. Um, you know, at first it was the people. And then, you know, all the, the type of facilities that we have here definitely sets apart the academy from any type of other high school. And, you know, the coaches and mentors that we also have here. And it's a beautiful campus on top of that. And, you know, right now I'm sitting inside of a dorm, which is another thing that separates itself from other high school. So it's really professional in whatever you're trying to approach. For sure. And kind of going off of that, like, how would you say being at IMG helped your recruiting process more so than playing back in Arizona or like in any public school system? Uh, it was huge. I definitely felt like I got more opportunities and more offers being here. Uh, you know, just off of practice form alone, spring ball film, going against five and four stars every day. Uh, it's, it's competition. It's, it's like game day every day. It's what our coaches preach to us, and that's how we approach every day. 
So, you know, I think just the colleges noticing in that and just considering it being a high-level school, high-level competition, I just feel like I got more opportunities. Yeah, with that, you're, com you're coming into Illinois as their highest-ranked recruit at three stars. Do you feel like you can hang with the four and five stars that you were up against at IMG? Uh, I, uh, to be honest, I really don't uh, try to let the stars play too much. We all put our pants on the same way, put strapper helmets on the same way, play the same way. I've gone against plenty of four and five stars, you know, gave them a good type of work. So I just really don't try to let that uh, influence my game. So, you know, I, I, I completely agree with you, said, and I got a question from that. Obviously, you said, you know, you put your pants on the same, and I completely, uh, completely respect that. But again, as Garrett says, you were uh, Illinois' top recruit. Is there a certain pressure from being that itself? No, nah, man, you just go out there and play football. Simple answer. Uh, yes. Ethan? I just stole my question, but just moving into another one. Going to Illinois, they're not necessarily known for having the best rivalries in football, seeing as the past two decades people have walked all over them. Uh, do you have any schools that you're really looking to facing and playing and potentially, you know, knocking them around like they have Illinois the past two decades? Uh, I've heard Northwestern is on the rise. Uh, so I think Northwestern would be a pretty good rival. Uh, if they continue to to rise, um, outside of that, I don't know. Um, we just have to see. So, yeah, kind of bouncing off that. Uh, Big Ten has a reputation as one of the most physical conferences in the country. Do you feel like you're prepared for that? I don't know if I word that question uh, yes. well. I'm spitballing um, here, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I understand. No, so I, I feel like I am prepared. I, my game is very physical in itself. Like I said, you know, I kind of get a taste of everything over here at IMG. Um, but you know that that was part of another reason why I made my decision. Uh, you know, staying at home, the Pac-12. You know, it's a great conference, but I just feel like the Big Ten was was an even better conference as far as uh, competition and uh, preparing me to get to the NFL. So. You have a bunch of homers here that all think the Big Ten Conference is the best conference in the nation. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ethan, Garrett, do you have any more questions? Yeah, I just got one more final one, just kind of a fun one. What's your favorite thing about playing football? Just because you never really get to ask, like, the top recruits that. So, like, what's your personal favorite thing, Sean, about playing football? First is – uh, competition, competing, that's the first thing. I love competition. The second thing is, you know, um, seeing where your hard work pays off, you know, seeing where, you know, what type of uh, tools you, you sharpen throughout the offseason, how it's be able to, how it's able to be be used on the field. Um, and then football has a lot of you know, off-the-field lessons that you can learn, too. So. I, I have one last question. I done a lot of interviews with guys playing like arena ball and XFL type stuff, trying to get into the NFL. And one of the things that always interests me, like, what motivates you to get up in the morning and do the work? Cause it's a grind. It, I mean, college, college is a little bit different, but I'm assuming you're 18, correct? Yes. Yeah. No. When I was 18 years old, I was trying to figure out where I was going to get a case of beer for the weekend. And here you are, you know, you got you got a deal. You're working on the NIL stuff. You're working on building up your brand. I mean, that's a lot and shows a lot of maturity. I mean, where do you get the drive to get up every morning and get after it and get that done? Um, the simple answer is I just want to be great. And I feel like I got a great uh, passion for the sport and I respect the game a lot. I also want to get everything out the game. Um, but you can only you can only get as as much as you could give. So if I want to get a lot out of the game, I got to give you know dedication. You know, talking about waking up, um, and it's it's a very very serious uh, professional sport. So that's the simple answer is I just want to be great. That's the simple answer. Awesome, man. Thanks for your time. I, I look forward to seeing you guys. I think November twentieth you'll be playing Iowa, so I'll be watching you. Mm -hmm. yeah, you be in the stands? I don't know yet. Uh, I, I I work in an industry that is very busy during the fall, so getting the games is a little rough. Mm -hmm. 
I'll be there. But again, Sean, thank you so much for your time. This was a great interview. You're always welcome back. And again, have a great rest of your day. And uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Go on. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. So we're now going to transition to our next uh, segment. So we have some over-under action for from the Big Ten. This is obviously going to be a Big Ten themed episode with our interview just there. And now we're going to give our takes on over-unders for the Big Ten. You guys prepared? Mm-hmm. Let's go. All right. So we will be opening the website and we will be using the um, – over-unders on athlonsports.com. These are the ones that are providing us the over-unders for today's segment, just so you know, for source checking. All right, so let's start with our first school on the site, and we're going to start with the Big Ten East. We have Indiana over 8, plus 120, or under 8, minus 152. Now, Garrett, you're our gambling expert here because you're the only one that can legally – gamble um Garrett what do you what do you think about this one I I would hammer the under I don't see them getting to eight wins in any way shape or form I they're and obviously these are not a hundred percent and we'll get into Iowa a little bit more when Iowa comes up but I don't think they're going to beat Iowa on the opener uh Cincinnati's going to be a really tough game for them uh, Penn State is going to be a very tough game. Ohio State is pretty much a guaranteed loss. Michigan's going to be a tough game for them. And I, I don't see any way that they get to eight wins. I mean, I, I honestly think Rutgers could beat them. That's very fair. Um, and I, I, I'm also going to say the under, and it's very hard for me because I love Michael Penix Jr. I think he's going to be a Heisman candidate sometime in the future. But again, the Big Ten East is just stacked upon stacked. I mean, we have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, you know, as your top three. And Rutgers is not a bad team that and now. We'll get into that a little later. But Greg Schiano has been building them up, and it's going to be tough for them. I think they're going to win their three non-conference games easy, so that's three for you right there. But you're going to be cutting it close in the Big Ten conference season, so I'm going to say the under for this one. Ethan, you think you? Cincinnati's a gimme? Yeah, hold on. Uh, no, no, not Cincinnati's a gimme. Uh, two out of three. Sorry. <laughs> Idaho. Okay. Sorry. I, yeah, I no. just had to double right, check please. that there. See, Garrett, I would disagree with you. I think that they could be Iowa riding that momentum from last year. I think that really their only two easy losses are Cincinnati, Ohio State. And I think they'll drop another one down the road, either Penn State. Maybe Maryland, maybe Michigan. I personally have them finishing with a nine and three record, so I'm taking the over. Yeah, like what, what momentum are they riding from last year? I mean, they they barely beat Penn State. They beat Rutgers by two scores, which is not something to be proud of, considering how the shape Rutgers was getting. I they beat Michigan which was not a good program last year. And they beat Michigan State, which is not a good program. They lost to Ohio State. I, to be fair, Garrett, um, Michi- the Michigan game was the one where I went over under. I had to decide between that game whether they would win or lose that game because I think that was a tough call for me. I went under because I do think Michigan will win that game, to your point. Yeah, See, so I, I just – I think Harbaugh screwed up so much and he'll continue to doing that. So anyway, is that is that the last on um, that? Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I was about to delve into Michigan talk, but that will come up. <laughs> so next, we're going to go to a slightly easier one, but it can be a little tricky. We're going to go with the Maryland Terrapins. Uh, this number is over six plus one hundred, under six minus one twenty-five. That's the favorite. Um, we're going to go back to our gambling expert Garrett from Iowa. How do you see this? I mean, just. Just six wins for Maryland. Uh, West Virginia's a loss. Uh, Illinois is going to be a tough one. Uh, I'll give them Howard and Kent State. That that should be obvious, yes. Yeah. um, Michigan State's a maybe, and I don't don't think they're going to beat Rutgers. Indiana – I don't think they're going to beat. I can really see this team coming out of the year with like four wins, exactly. maybe five. 
I'll hand Ring the Elder along with you. Yeah, I'm also going to go the under, but I'm going to say five just to be safe. I think it's going to be closer than what Garrett's expecting. I, I definitely think they're going to be Howard again. Howard has no chance. But uh, Kent, uh, Kent State should be a closer one. I think they'll win. West Virginia obviously should be a loss. Um, I'm, I'm going to go under, but this was a tough one for me. I'm going to go with the favorite again. But let's move on to uh, now what Garrett wants to talk about before we transition to Maryland. Let's go Michigan. Over 7.5, minus 152, under 7.5, plus 120. Michigan's a hard one just because you don't know what they're going to do. Uh, they're kind of in a weird spot. Uh, Harbaugh got an extension, which surprised me, but it's kind of do or die for him now. I mean, uh, looking at who they got uh, – We'll start with the easy ones. They're going to beat Western Michigan. They're going to beat Northern Illinois. So that gives them two off the get-go. Uh, they're probably going to beat Mar- – they'll beat Maryland. They'll beat Michigan State. So now you're at four. They'll beat Nebraska. That's five. Uh, Washington and Rutgers. And you said theirs is at seven? Theirs is at seven and a half. So if they win seven, it would. St- I'd be tempted to lean under. I'm not as strong on this as I was the first two, but I really think that like they got Washington, Rutgers, Wisconsin. I mean, they're probably going to lose to Wisconsin. Uh, Northwestern's going to be a toss-up game. Rutgers is going to be a toss-up game. Washington is probably a loss. Washington is not being talked about much because they're in the back uh, Pac-12. They are a very good team. And, I mean, Penn State and Ohio State are back-to-back losses. I just – I don't see them getting to eight. I think they might sneak out – might surprise us and sneak out with seven, but I don't see them getting to eight. Would three losses put them at an over, Garrett, for the season? Uh, no, three losses – yeah, yeah, three losses would be an over because then right, they'd I'm, be uh, nine and three. All right, I'm, I'm going to be bold here and say the over. That's what I'm going to do. And well, actually – uh, I think they're going to lose to uh, Wisconsin. I think they're going to lose um, to Ohio State, and I think they're going to lose to Penn State. Those are my games. I, I, well, I, you got Washington too. That, oh, that's no, why I'm do. going under because oh, Washington yeah. is the fourth game. That's right. four losses. That puts them at right. Uh, that, think, that that still puts them over. Though. Right, but I, yeah, I I will I I honestly I think they'll beat Washington. It'll be a heck of a close game, but I think you know they're they're having uh, they have JJ McCarthy, you know. A uh, bunch of big recruits, and I, I, I really think that they will take the over here. Ethan, I'm going Garrett. I like that under bet just because I don't trust Harbaugh's coaching. He's a great recruiter because he gets those, you know, big name recruits, big name Harbaugh. He hasn't done much with those recruits. His coaching staff has a couple of changes every year. It seems I just don't like what Michigan's done. I think they need to cut their ties at this point. And especially after what I think will end up being a six and six or seven and five season. Uh, and just, and uh, you, you look at this and it's just, it's so close. That's why I say lean under, but all they have have to do, I mean, Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers. I mean, any one of those three pulls off the upset and the under hits. I mean, I understand it technically be an upset, but I think those are three games that they could legitimately lose. So we got two unders and one over, the over being me for Michigan. Let's move on to Lansing, Michigan. We have Michigan State. They are over 4.5 minus 143, under 4.5 plus 112. I, I, I'll go first. I think it's the under. I, I really, 100%. Because I, I really think that four and a half wins is a very tall task for this um, Spartan team. I, 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 I don't think that's just a safe bet at all, betting over 4.5, because it's basically saying they're going to get five wins, and I don't think they're going to do that with this team. I Looking at the schedule, uh, Northwestern, I would not bet on them to win that game. Uh, Youngstown will be a win. Miami, Florida, they're probably going to – that's not a gimme. Uh, they'll probably win against Nebraska. They'll win against Western Kentucky. 
and that puts them at three. And I mean, they could beat, uh, they'll probably beat Maryland, which will put them at four. But I don't think they're going to beat Indiana. I don't think they're going to beat Rutgers. I mean, maybe Purdue. But yeah, definitely leaning under. I, I have Purdue winning that game, and that's what forced my decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mar- and even Maryland's a game they could lose. They just they they are not a good program right now. Yeah, Ethan, do you have any more points to add? Yeah, just looking at it, like you said, Youngstown State win, Nebraska win, Western Kentucky win. Even then, Western Kentucky can still upset. But let's assume that you know the Power Five school wins. So you have three wins there. Rutgers. Purdue and Maryland are your only three games. And you know what? Let's say that you win one of them. You're not over. You're not going to upset the Ohio States of the world, the Penn States of the world. So Michigan State, that's an easy under bet for me. Yeah, I'd definitely go on. I'd definitely go under there. I don't – they just have too many toss – too many – they would have to win too many toss-up games to hit the over. And this is a weird bet. And I'm going to explain something. Ohio State over 11, minus 125, and then under 11, even. So you're basically saying, look, is Ohio State going to go undefeated or not? That's your bet. And Garrett, let's see you make that bet. Uh, Opening at Minnesota, they're going to be the favorites there. Oregon's going to be probably the most obvious toss-up game. Tulsa, they're go, they'll win at Tulsa. They'll win at Akron. They'll win at Rutgers. They'll win against Maryland. They'll win against Indiana. Uh, Penn State, I think, is more of a toss-up game than people want to give them credit for, although it is at the horseshoe, so that would definitely lean Ohio State. Uh, they're going to beat Nebraska. They're going to beat Purdue. And they're going to beat Michigan State, and they're going to beat Michigan. So I would actually bet the under on this because Ohio State just has a history of, I mean, Iowa famously did it to them at Kinnick in, I believe, 2017. They rolled into Kinnick undefeated, number one in the nation and lost 52 to 14 or something ridiculous like that. They were down 21, nothing in the first eight minutes. So Ohio state just has a history of losing games. They shouldn't. So I would, I'd almost, I'd almost be willing if the odds were good enough to throw a little money on them at losing twice. They'll, they'll, they'll probably lose either Oregon or Penn state. And then one of these, other, they'll probably go one and one between those two games, and then somebody else on this list, like they gotta go play in Rutgers. Like Rutgers will shock them, or Nebraska will shock them, and that will be one of their two wins out of the year. But I mean, they're going. I don't like betting them to go undefeated because it just seems like every year Ohio State loses a game they should not, on paper. Right. Yeah. And Garrett. Going yeah. off of that, they have a true freshman, C.J. Stroud, at quarterback. Like, whether they have the best wide receiver corp or not in the entire NCAA, are we really putting the ball and our money in the hands of a true freshman? I, d- I, don't, I don't think Stroud has the job yet, honestly. I think Kyle McCord honestly could have his number on this. He is so legit. Because not only that, he has a connection to Marvin Harrison Jr., who will play at Ohio State. They were high school teammates at St. Joe's Prep. This is a three-way quarterback battle. And I, I want to go to my point where they have so much depth, and that depth is increasing the gap between them and other teams. However, in terms of this bet, you are betting on Ohio State to have perfection. And obviously teams can be human too. And I don't bet on perfection because honestly, I, because I think, like Garrett said, Ohio State could mess up. I, I, I have them losing to Penn State. So I'm going to say I'm going to take the under at even. And uh, and to, to, just to counteract Ethan's point, it is definitely going to be a three-way quarterback battle. No one has a job yet. All right. Well, I'm going off of our lads, which has been very accurate lately. CJ Stroud is their projected quarterback. Kyle McCord is the backup. And Jack Muller the third as the third string. So 
Yeah, well, and I mean, and that's fair. But the thing with Ohio State is they just they have so much talent in the O line and in the running back department and in the receiver department and in the. I mean, they can plug and play for the most part. And but, I mean, you aren't going to have a Justin Fields every time, but you're going to have a guy that if you put him in that program is going to get you ten wins. And by the way, uh, just a funny Ohio State story. There's a guy named Julian Fleming who's a wide receiver there from my neck of the woods in um, PA. And I, I, he was like the number one recruit in PA and one of the best recruits overall. He's barely playing. That's just how much depth Ohio State has. Uh, moving on to the next team on our series of bets. Just one sec. Uh, it's Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. Thank you. Uh, Penn State over nine even, under nine, minus 125. Garrett? This is another tough one just because of last year they were hit pretty hard by guys opting out, so I think they seriously underperformed. Uh, that being said, James Franklin might be on the hot seat because they definitely – I mean, they opened up the season 0-5, I believe. So if I remember correctly, it was either five or six games straight that they lost. But I mean, looking at their schedule, uh, Wisconsin's going to be a challenge. Uh, Ball State's a win. Auburn's a win. Villanova's a win. Indiana's a win. Iowa, I would put in the toss-up category. They're probably going to beat Illinois, most likely. Uh, Ohio State's going to be a toss-up. They'll beat Maryland. They're going to beat Michigan. I mean, I don't think Michigan's going to be terrible, but I don't think they're beating Penn State this year. They're probably going to beat Rutgers. They're going to beat Michigan State. So that puts them at nine. So the over was at what, seven, you said? The over-under uh, is nine even under nine minus 20, 125. I'd probably lean over here because in between Wisconsin, Iowa, and Ohio State, they're going to win at least one of those games, which will put them at 10 and two. So I like the over. Yeah. I mean, Auburn is definitely a tough game, but they're starting their series with Villanova non-conference, and as good as a team as they are in FCS, they're going to get blown out. And the only other games I really see them losing is Michigan-Ohio State. So, again, that I, I would put that at three wins. I, I got Three losses. Three, three losses, thank you, for my brain stutter there. And um, I'm going to put them at the over. I'm going to put them at the over. I think they're going to win a lot of the games that they should. I think Ethan? you both are crazy. I think that they lose to Wisconsin. I think that they should have a close game with Indiana. They lose to Iowa. They obviously should lose to Ohio State. And then Maryland's competitive. Michigan's competitive. Rutgers somewhat competitive. And Auburn's competitive. I don't think that they can win some of those, in my opinion, 50-50 games along with the two obvious losses, three obvious losses. So I'm taking the under here easy. What what three games are you calling obvious losses? Iowa? No. And I'm an Iowa guy, and that is not an obvious loss. I'm higher on Iowa than you are, I guess, then. No, I, I, I fully think that we can win that game. I just don't uh, think it's an I obvious have, loss. Not, uh, it's not like uh, correction. Not obvious loss, but more so in favor of Iowa by more than a 10% margin of error. I think Iowa and Wisconsin are both that, and then Ohio State, too. Ohio State very well could choke, like you've mentioned before, but I'm taking those three teams relatively easily. Yeah, so now we're going to move to our next team, and it is my favorite Big Ten team, uh, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Uh, over 4, minus 113, under 4, minus 113. This is the easiest bet I have, I've had all day, honestly. Rutgers is going to win more than four games. By the way, their non-conference schedule, Temple, Syracuse, Delaware. Temple could be a toss-up because at times they can be a legitimate bowl team. However, Syracuse uh, and Delaware should be wins, and I, I think they'll win the Temple game too. So that's three, and they're going to win uh, at least one Big Ten game. If not, that's miserable, and uh, Skiana should be taken from his job. So th th this is such an easy bet. I'll take the over every single time. And by the way, Pacheco is a very good running back. His backup, Aaron Young, is a very strong one too. So they have depth at the running game. They got a new quarterback and know of a draw. 
I, I can't see this team going under four games. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I think they could upset Illinois. I think they could upset – and I'm saying upset because that's how it currently stands. I think this team's going to be better than a lot of people are giving them credit for. I – I mean, they could even they could even take Michigan. I I really think they're going to go three and O to open the year with Temple, Syracuse, Delaware, and then after that, you just got to pick up one more. Uh, Michigan State is a variable, a very winnable game. Illinois is a winnable game. I I'm leaning Illinois on that one, but it's still a winnable game. Indiana's a very winnable game. Maryland's a winnable game. They should easily get to four wins on the season. Right, right, and Ethan. But like you said, Ben, earlier, over four, under four, if they get exactly four, neither bet hits. That's the thing. So, obviously – Sorry, I thought it was three and a half. I'll still take the over and give them five, that they'll win two out of these five toss-up games. Yeah. So, I agree with Garrett. They won the first three relatively easily. That that should be – Ben, you agree. Delaware shouldn't be too much of a challenge. If you're going to win the games, it's not going to be a blowout because Temple will be a legitimate – Delaware's right. good and Syracuse is okay. Right, but they should still beat all three of them. Then Correct. moving into Michigan, very possible. Michigan State, I have Michigan State dropping this one. That's four wins for them. And then you got Illinois, who I have winning, but it's a toss-up. Indiana could be a toss-up. Penn State could be a toss-up. And Maryland could be a toss-up. I think they win at least one of those. So give me the over. Uh, we got a Homer, Illinois fan over here. All right. Speaking of Illinois, Big Ten West, Illinois over three and a half minus 152 under three and a half plus 120. I, I, I'm going to give them three. I'm going to take the, the over on this one because just the fact that they're playing UTSA and Charlotte non-conference games. If you don't win those, the, the under obviously hits, but I, I don't see them losing, you know, three out of three of their conference games, even one out of three. So I'm, I, I definitely think they'll win at least two of those. And and I think they'll win at least a couple Big Ten games, but they will be dead last in their division. Don't get me wrong. What, what's the over-under at? Three and, three, and a half. three and a half. Okay, Ethan, go ahead. All right, so let's start off the schedule. Nebraska should be a win. Next game against UTSA, Ben, I don't think you did a bit of research, but they have the best quarterback running back duo in the entire group of five. Good if they don't win. I I, I don't know. What Illinois, that's going to be a game down to the wire. I think that's a one-score game. I'll give Illinois the edge here just because they are the Power 5 school with a will-be 24-year-old quarterback by the time of the game, I believe, in Brandon Peters. This guy's been around forever. Then you got Maryland and Virginia, two very winnable games. That's four already. That's the over. Over easy. I like the over here, too. Uh they beat Nebraska. They beat UTSA. I think Virginia is a little bit more of a toss-up. They should beat Maryland. Uh, Purdue is a toss-up game. They sh- they're going to beat Charlotte. Uh, Wisconsin and Penn State are losses. Uh, Rutgers, I think, is going to be a very good game, along with uh, Minnesota being a very good game. But they should pick up at least one of those. Uh, I don't – and I'm not saying this to just be a homer, but I – don't think Illinois has a chance of beating Iowa this year. And Northwestern, I'm. it's really going to depend where they're at. If they're sitting at five wins going into Northwestern, I can see them pulling an upset there. But overall, I think it's an easy four, four to six wins for Illinois. All right. Speaking of your Hawkeyes, Garrett, we are moving on to Iowa. Over eight and a half, minus 113, under eight and a half, I, this is broken, but I think it should be plus thir- 113. Okay. I, Iowa is a very interesting team. I think uh, Spencer Petrus has much as we all hated him at in Iowa. I, I don't mean we on the show. I mean, we in Iowa hated him at the beginning of the year last year. It came out like towards the end of the season that Due to COVID protocols, Iowa was not able to practice like the two weeks prior to the start of the season. I think that explains a lot of the rust. He really came on towards the end of the year, and I expect him to be good this year and not have a lot better relationship with his receivers, a lot less missed throws. So I expect Iowa to win the West this year. Uh, they're going to – 
they're going to take care of Indiana. I, I don't know why you guys are high on Indiana. They were a uh, flash in the pan, got lucky in a shortened season. They are not a solid program. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State, it's in Ames. That's going to be a tough one. But the Kent State and Colorado State are both wins. Maryland's a win. Penn State's going to be a tough one, but we have them in Iowa. I think that's a very winnable game. Purdue at home is also a very winnable game. Wisconsin is the one big one. So, I mean, even if you assume they lose to Penn State and Wisconsin, you're at two losses, so you're sitting at 10-2. and two. Uh, Northwestern, that's a hard one to call because Northwestern always seems to play us harder than they do anybody else. Northwestern will be 2-10 and 10 and beat Iowa and the Sisters of St. Mary. That's just how their season works. So that, But Iowa should win that game. Same thing with Minnesota, especially in Kinnick. Illinois at Kinnick. Iowa should take care of business there. And Iowa at Nebraska, you might as well roll out the B squad because Nebraska is not good at football right now. So, I mean, even assuming the two, they lose all three toss-up games, which is Iowa State, Penn State, and Wisconsin, they're still sitting at nine wins in the overhits. And I, I would be, I seriously think we would go at least two and one out of those three games. I just, just for me to chime in, I, I wouldn't bet this one, honestly, because I'm so in between whether they're going to win eight or nine in my opinion, because like they, they do face some tough teams, but they also have some cupcakes on the schedule. Uh, I definitely not in the non-conference season either. They have Iowa state, Kent state, Colorado state, which I think they should win. If uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Garrett, they should win two out of three. Iowa State's definitely a toss-up team. Iowa State's going to be good this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Again, I wouldn't bet it, but usually I don't like to underestimate the team. I don't like to put a roof on some of what I'm betting. If they do over, great, I win my butt. If they don't, all right. So I'm going to go the over on this one. Ethan? No, I'm also going the over here. And I agree with Garrett, the Iowa State, Penn State, Wisconsin trio. I think that you guys go two and one. I think if you throw in the Indiana game in there, just because I'll call it a toss-up, I think you guys can go anywhere from two and two to three and one. So I think that it's an easy over bet for me. All right, moving on to more chilly depths. Minnesota over seven minus one thirteen under seven plus one thirteen. I'm going to lean over. Uh, sorry, I'm going to seven. I'm going to lean the under. Uh, let me look here real quick. Uh, Ohio State's a loss. Uh, maybe not. They got a pretty favorable schedule. I was going to say, just to clear things up, their non-conference teams are Miami, Ohio, at Colorado, and Bowling Green. I might have to lean over here. I, they're going to lose to Ohio State. They should beat Miami of Ohio and Bowling Green. I think Colorado is kind of in that toss-up. So we're at two for sure wins. I hate taking – Minnesota at Purdue, that's three toss-ups. So got two wins. Uh, the Nebraska game is a win, so there's four. The Maryland game at home, I would lean win, which is five. At Northwestern is kind of a toss-up. They should take care of Minnesota at home, which would give them six. And they're going to beat Indiana because Indiana is trash. So that puts them at seven. And that's assuming that they don't win any. Because I, mean, I think Wisconsin and Ohio State are losses. There's seven wins on the board. Uh, Iowa's probably a loss. So now you're at seven and three, which leaves you two games. I think they can get to eight. I don't know. Man. I, like, as you were describing, <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't take that bet because, no. uh, because obviously that's just a too much of a risky bet. Again, if you're going off of two games, you know, as a 
decent football team, I would bet you could win one out of the two. I don't know who the last two games are, but I I, I think Minnesota has the talent to, uh, to win at least one out of two. I'll take the over here. I'm yeah. also taking I'm also taking the over. I think Muhammad Ibrahim is going to set the world on fire. I think he's going to be not just first team All Big Ten. I think he has potential to be first team All American, first team All Pro, whatever. He could be the best back in the NCAA. I think he's going to be one of the first two running backs taken in the NFL draft next year. He's going to be that good, and he's going to lead Minnesota to a nine and three season. All right, all right. So real, real quick here, Ohio State, Minnesota, who wins? Ohio State. Okay, uh, Minnesota, Miami, Ohio. Minnesota. All right, uh, Minnesota, Colorado. Minnesota. I'll take Minnesota. Minnesota Bowling Green. Minnesota. Minnesota Purdue. Minnesota. At Purdue. I'll take Minnesota. I'll take Minnesota. Okay. Uh Minnesota, Nebraska. Minnesota third stringers and walk-ons. Uh Minnesota, uh Maryland at Minnesota. 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 Minnesota at Northwestern. Minnesota. Western. Okay, I'm torn on that one too, so we'll leave it at five. Uh, Illinois at Minnesota. Minnesota. I like Minnesota there as well, just mainly because they're the home team. I think it's a very even match. I think the home team will take the edge there. Uh, Minnesota at Iowa. Minnesota should lose. Iowa should win that very easily. All right. Minnesota at Indiana. 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 Uh, then Wisconsin at Minnesota. Wisconsin. I'm torn. That's a 50-50 game for me. How in the- I'm screwing with you, Garrett. Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, if if you think Indiana's going to beat Minnesota and Wisconsin's going to lose, we need to have a talk. <laughs> but, I just wanted to get that reaction live. But that, that, that gives us seven games that we all agree on our wins. And yeah, so I I would be tempted to lean the over because I think they can pick up the Indiana win, which would put them at eight, and maybe maybe surprise Northwestern, you know, just a couple of those in betweeners. I think they could take one of them to get to eight. All right, let's move on here uh, to a slightly easier bet. Actually, this is a little tricky. Actually, Nebraska nah, Nebraska over six minus one thirty nine under six plus one ten. How is the under plus odds? I don't Garrett, know. Garrett, Garrett, go bet your house right now. Go bet your house. Go bet everything you own on this I'm, under. I was going to say, this bet looks unusually easy to me. Uh, everyone saying over? <laughs> I'll take the under. Easily under. Easily under. Let's see. How many? I see a 4 one win. Okay, here here we go. Nebraska, Illinois. Loss. Nebraska. Yeah, I Nebraska, we're talking whether or not Nebraska is going to win. Nebraska, Illinois, that's a loss. Nebraska, Fordham, that's a maybe win. Nebraska, Buffalo, loss. That's no, pro- Buffalo, uh, that one's hard because Buffalo lost a lot of people. Yeah, but Buffalo has retained some Buff- good talent. Buffalo's go retained good talent, and they have one of the best coaching staffs in the group of five. Okay. Nebraska, Oklahoma, loss. Nebraska, <laughs> Michigan State, loss. Loss. Nebraska, Northwestern. Lost. Lost. Nebraska, Michigan. Lost. Lost. Nebraska, Minnesota. Lost. Nebraska, Purdue. Lost. Nebraska, Ohio State. Lost. Nebraska, Wisconsin. Lost. Nebraska, Iowa. Lost. Win. So that leaves us anywhere from zero and twelve to one and eleven. Yeah, like I, I, I'd be tempted to put them at one and eleven right now. So I, I think Fordham's the only the only guaranteed win on this schedule. Yeah, yeah. I think they play FCS too, so they may have one win against an FCS team. I think Fordham is the FCS. We'll have a win over an FCS team and no one else. You're assuming. Yeah, because I'm not even. I mean, I would lean Nebraska on Buffalo and give them two. Yeah. I, in, in, in between Buffalo and Michigan State, I think they'll be one and one. I don't know. 
but even that just puts them at two wins. I just I don't see them beating Purdue. They aren't going to beat Wisconsin. They aren't going to beat Iowa. They aren't beating Ohio State. They aren't beating Minnesota. They aren't beating Northwestern. They aren't going to beat Oklahoma. Yeah, that that's a. I know I'm talking all the time on this one, but I think everybody agrees. There, there's no way they're going over on this. No, I agree. That was bewildering by this site, honestly. You know, I, think they, I, think they I thought it was going to be like three and make me think. <laughs> no, because like I was looking at it and I'm like, wait, is this like the easiest bet of my lifetime? I'm like, wait, no. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> exactly. So, um, again, uh, check out this site. Um, over six minus one. Uh, uh, no, that's Northwestern. I'm sorry. Uh, going back to Nebraska, uh, just taking a look at this thing. over six minus one thirty nine. That's astounding to me. So check out this site if you want to win some free cash. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now we go to Northwestern over six minus one thirty four under six plus one hundred five. I'll take the first. Smack at this Go one. This I may be getting the press pass for Northwestern. Starting off with Michigan State. Give Northwestern the win here. I'm sorry. I don't like Michigan State this year. So we'll start off one and now. Indiana State. I got a friend that's being recruited to play there. Sorry, bud. They're losing. Northwestern's getting the win. Duke Northwestern gets the win. Ohio, they get the win. Nebraska, they get the win. They're starting off five and zero. Like, would you guys agree with that? They should start off five and zero. Yeah, that's a hundred percent facts. And then Rutgers, they should beat. It'll be close, but they should beat Rutgers. That's six. And then you got Michigan, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois. And we said uh, earlier that uh, Northwestern would beat Minnesota. So that's you already did. you did. I didn't. Okay, so I said that. So that's seven for me. So, so I'll you already got over. But let's be honest here. They should beat Purdue and they should beat Illinois. That's an easy over. Yeah, I like the I I like the over on that. Just I mean, their first five games are cakewalk because Michigan State's not good, and then they got non-conference, 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 and then Nebraska, who is going to be the worst team in the Big Ten. Okay, moving on to the Boilermakers of Purdue, over five minus one twenty-five, under five even odds. So I, I'm going to say what this guy says, that five wins are a really good number, so no play. Garrett, do you agree with that? Five wins. Uh, they're going to lose to Oregon State. Oh, just to clear it up before you continue any further, uh, non-conference teams are against Oregon State at UConn and at Notre Dame. That's at least two losses, if not three. I don't like Purdue. I think they're a trash program. I would lean under on this. I I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable betting them to beat UConn. And then I, I think Illinois takes them, Minnesota takes them, Iowa takes them, Wisconsin takes them. Uh, they'll win Nebraska. Michigan State's a maybe. And Indiana in-state, maybe like three wins is what I'm seeing here. So easy under? Yeah, because at five, I see him winning like three. Yeah, I'm also going to go the under here. That is Garrett's explanation. Ethan? Yeah, under, easy. There's no reason that you shouldn't be betting the under here if you're gambling. All right. And our last one before we get to shine outs and plug uh, uh, to uh, shout outs and plugs and signing off, uh, Wisconsin, your final team over nine and a half minus thirteen, under nine and a half plus one thirteen. Over because they have a cakewalk schedule. I'll agree with that, Ethan. You know, I do agree. I like that over. I'm iffy on Minnesota. I'm iffy on Iowa, and I'm iffy on the Notre Dame, and I'm also iffy on Penn State. Wait, wait just to clear something up, Ethan, we we uh, you did clarify that Wisconsin would beat Minnesota, right? Because you 
because you try to get Garrett's reaction. That was yeah, earlier. exactly. They should get the over. It's just equally possible. I wouldn't bet this personally. I if I have to choose, I'm choosing over, but it's not my favorite bet. I. I see where you're coming from, but I mean, looking at the schedule, I mean, you got Penn State at home. Do you like North do Iowa? Like North? Iowa at home, and Notre Dame at home. Like your three hardest games are at home. Just to clarify something, the Notre Dame game at home, I'm pretty sure is at Soldier Field. Yeah, so I, I think that Ethan's right. That is neutral. Okay, so that's a neutral. Not, that, not, that almost lay Notre Dame. but yeah. Uh, I just, mean, even if you count Notre Dame as a loss, it's at nine. You said nine and a half, so they, yeah, so they can lose two and still hit the over. Yeah, and just to clarify before you go on, uh, non-conference games are against Eastern Michigan, Notre Dame, and Army, who has been a top 25 team in the past. Yeah, but Big Ten eats up the triple option. I mean, you saw it when Iowa played Georgia Tech in the bowl, and every it, Big Ten teams are built on run defense, and they eat up that triple option. So, I mean, I don't want to knock on Army too hard, but I don't think they're going to beat Michigan or beat Wisconsin in Wisconsin. If I had to, I'm going over, but I'm sticking safe, and I would play nothing. Yeah, I. I think Notre Dame and Iowa are their two losses. Yeah, I, 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 I would go over, but maybe no play. So that's going to be it for today's show. Again, take a look at the advertisements below on our board. Uh, those are our sponsors for today's uh, show. Of course, mybookie.ag. We have a special promo for them. Again, visit mybookie.ag today and use promo code USN100 for a 100% sign-up bonus. That's something you don't want to miss. Uh, Garrett, I know you use my bookie option. Uh, um, not option because we are just talking about Army. Often, what, what do you have to say about the site? Great site. They got all the parlays. They got everything. And that first deposit, you drop in anywhere from 50 to to 1000 bucks, they'll double your money up right off the get-go. So, yeah, great site, well laid out, fairly easy, you know, easy to navigate as far as the gambling sites go. And, yeah, you do parlays, lines, prop bets, the whole nine yards level. Yeah, and, again, check out rxhemp.com and use rxhemp-usn to get 10% off your entire order. This is perfect for when you played a uh, – when you walked 18 holes and shot like a 120. This is perfect for soothing that type of pain in your back. Uh, no, I haven't done that. Could never shoot 120. But anyway, uh, you use RX Hemp. It's a great uh, product to help treat pain, and you get a discount from it. What do you have to lose? Use the promo code below and get yours today. Uh, this that uh, before we go, I again I like to have um, everyone plug one more time. So we start with uh, the co-host as usual, Ethan Carboni. Ethan, uh, of course, start off with our podcast first, just so you know. Yep. Make sure you check out Creating Madness at underscore Creating Madness on Instagram at ATR Creating Madness on Twitter. Also, make sure you check out my Twitter at Ethan underscore Carboni. I'll be tweeting out episode 106 of NFL Deep Dive tomorrow. Comes out around 4 p.m. Central. Looking forward to it. We're going over over-unders for players. And our Big Ten and gambling expert for today, Garrett from Iowa. Go ahead, Garrett. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Garrett from Iowa for Cubs, Bears, Hawkeyes, and just general sports hot takes. And check out the Degenerates Corner. It will actually be broadcasting in roughly half an hour here. It will be live on my Twitter feed. So check that out. We're just talking uh, some sports news. I might even trickle over a couple interesting teams from this discussion into it to get uh, another opinion. So sports news and gambling picks. It's a good old time with XFL Jim. So check it out. And I'm Ben Hoyt. I was fail, uh, filling in for Caleb Skinner, who unfortunately could not be here tonight. My usual podcast roles, of course, are creating madness with Ethan Carboni and John Krevling. I, uh, I am the Host for that, along with the two co-hosts, um, Ethan and John. I also co-host the Curse of Billy Penn, the best Philly sports podcast out there. And no, Howard, uh, we are we are better than Howard Eskin. Thank you very much. Um, and anyone on WIP or the Fanatic, we are the best Philly podcast out there. Just so you know. 
Anyway, uh, thank you for joining Saturday Standouts. Caleb should be back next week. I had a fun time filling in. Ethan should be back as usual, and hopefully, of course, they can get a guest or two in an interview. Uh, take care, everyone, and we will see you later.